Hello and welcome to another episode of the Point Forward Podcast. We are recording on uh, Sunday night, so the T-Wolves trade officially traded, or I guess not officially yet because they still have to exchange medicals tomorrow, but trade went down yesterday, break it all down as well as everything else that's been going on in the NBA over the last week or so. PJ, what's going on, homie? Also here to exchange medicals. Shall we exchange medicals? We're going to be covering all of our extensive medical history during this podcast. We're not sticking to sports. We are... We're going all over the place. We're talking prostate exams here. Oh, it's going to be great. Uh, colonoscopies all around. Yeah, just a light, just a few. You know, just that one weird bump on the you know, back of your head. Oh, I thought you were going to say on something else. Oh, my junk. So, <laughs> yeah, that's, what I, that's where I thought you were going. I, I kind of got there one way or another. But PJ, so the big tonight, the big tonight, trade package. Oh yeah. So Bucks take or uh, playing the Nuggets tonight. So I got that on the background here. Hopefully, uh, we got it. On hopefully, we don't miss too much action. Yeah, but uh, I'm gonna just not talk half the time. I'm just gonna be watching Giannis, Giannis v Jokic, the internet's glory boys, unicorns really. Giannis, Giannis v Jokic Twitters collide tonight. Yeah, don't you think it's weird though? I think that Giannis has. I think that if you he's would gone said this like two years ago, that would have been interesting because my, that would have been a little bit more under the radar. My now favorite, it's like those two guys are, you know, Jokic is. No, Jokic is still awesome kind of a, and Giannis is obviously an MVP candidate. No, Jokic is still kind of the underground band but yeah being a being a Giannis it's like it went from it being my favorite local little band I could see you know at small bar bar venues to now he's he's selling out arenas doing stadium tours he's gone full commercial yeah everyone everyone was a day one Giannis fan at this point but I I remember I have receipts folks I I can vouch for you that you were on Everyone's, that train. Yeah. You were on that train very, People's, very, very Every one around. of my, yeah, every one of my friends know is the receipts because they were constantly telling known. me to shut up you made about it a dude. But you were right, and he's very right. Most right good. sports thing I've ever been about, anything. We're going to talk about Giannis more later, as well as his... Uh, dominance against the Warriors a few nights ago, but uh, let's talk about this trade, PJ, because I'm going to be selfish. Let's talk about the Timberwolves. Let's talk about Jimmy Butler, and then uh, I want to get your take on this trade. So the if you're listening to this, you've probably heard already, but the, the bomb, the Timberwolves, first reported by Shams, uh, the trade Shams. was Jimmy and Justin Patton for. Uh, Robert Covington, Dario Saric, and a second-round pick, I think, in 2022. Um, I'm happy with this trade, all things considered. A lot of people are saying that Josh Richardson and getting him in the Heat deal would have been better. I don't know how I feel about that, although Josh has been – he's had a great year this year. Um, And obviously the whole – four first round picks from Houston was on the table a week and a half, two weeks ago as well. But 
I just I have a tough time believing that that really meant anything or really carried as much weight as it sounds because I, I don't think that the Rockets would be throwing up first rounders five and seven years from now without serious protections on them. Yeah. So I mean, I'm happy with this. What do you think, PJ? Well, uh, this is the most Tibbs, Tibbs approved. Like this or the Miami option were going to be the more realistic pa- trade packages that, that Thibodeau was going to actually jump on and go for. I don't – the idea of those first, first round picks, if he wasn't – that felt like more if, – if that trade had been the, the one they went with, that would have been a Glenn Taylor decision of you're doing this trade. So, uh, I, I, I think that. it's just I think I think it's what and whatever they they ended up getting and all that. I just think to move on from this now is just the most important piece, really for the for the Timberwolves. Yeah. Uh, they've they've really uh, not that I and I don't think it lingered like crazy, but but I do think it was it was just this constant that everyone was wondering about when it was going to happen. Uh, and you just, I think every, everything, all the sides were pretty professional the last few weeks, especially, you know, in comparison to how it started, but I'm not, I don't know what this does for them as like, as far as this season or going forward. I mean, I think it's nice that they added Saric as a, a young piece, uh, to go along with, with Wiggins and in towns and, uh. Robert Covington may have just been created in a Tom Thibodeau uh, <laughs> snuff film kind of like laboratory of a type of player that like he is. If I close my eyes and like you just painted me a, a picture of uh, a Tom Thibodeau player, it would, the, the picture would end up being Robert Covington. No question. I mean, you could. I was. I was reading an article, and I apologize, I don't remember where from today, that was making the argument that, I want to say it was SB Nation, that, that they're he, better? Very well, he very well may be a better defensive option than Jimmy Butler. Oh, for sure. Well, he'll actually play defense. Like, Jimmy, that, the, the Jimmy uh, defensive, like, so that's just, like, more on, on legacy terms now. If you really watch some of it, he's not, he's not really playing that great of defense. No, he plays good defense in the fourth quarter, like last yeah. year. I can't really say anything about this year because to pr- a little more background too. Because I was watching the Wolves game on Friday night against Sacramento, where the entire team looked pretty uninspired, and Wiggins was out. Butler, despite his numbers ending up looking okay, he because he he just ended up filling out the stat sheet. He was lackadaisical and uninspired, and it made a lot of sense that this deal had been kind of starting to materialize on Friday. That makes a lot of sense looking back on it. But you're right. Covington is a guy that Tibbs would love to coach, but removing the whole Tibbs piece out of it, because even with those two on this team, maybe we see the best version of Towns and Wiggins with them versus with Jimmy. I still have a tough time, given that they've dug themselves into a bit of a hole being 4-9. and nine. Making the playoffs is going to be tough. It's gonna be really tough. You and know if what? They don't the, make. Go ahead. I was just gonna say. Do you know what the best version of of Wiggins and Towns is? I don't. I don't think we've seen it. Yeah, it's it's in Philadelphia where he just went. <laughs> the kill <Keel> Hill, 
that's like the really oh, you the, mean oh yeah, it's yeah. it's it's Embiid and, and Simmons is the the true duo that Jimmy should like that's a better duo to be joining than Wiggins and in Towns I'm dude For I'm sure. like really I've I've really just been waiting for Carl Towns to uh, like win me over. I like not that he needs to, but I just there's no there's never been a moment where I'm I'm like in on that guy. Well, he's been very he has put up empty numbers at times. I will give him credit against Sacramento. Huge if he empty was, numbers. If he was not doing what he was doing in that game, they would have lost by twenty five thirty points. I mean, he was the only one that could consistently get a bucket in that game, and he was aggressive rebounding it's just he has teams and guys he gets matched up against that you kind of see his eyes light up and from from the tip he has a ton of energy and it's completely different than when he goes up against like the guy that i always think of that he just gets bullied by is andre drummond like if the t-wolves are going against the pistons and andre drummond is a guy that year after year after year you hear him in trade talks or the about the pistons how they should trade him and this is even before blake got there like blake and him don't don't match up but like he's leading the league in rebounding like Drummond does a lot of good stuff but when my point being across the league he's not viewed as really that valuable and everyone Whoa. views his towns as like yeah. this unicorn that like is a builder building block of a franchise maybe the number one option on a, on a potential oh, yeah. solid playoff team and remember that like, GM survey yeah he was number one two years ago like no, if yeah. you start a team, over Anthony fucking Davis, which is ridiculous, and Giannis, and yeah, it's Those, it, they were just wrong, and maybe maybe Cat can change that, but he he doesn't have an excuse now because he they're really starting, doesn't know. He does not because when Teague no. is back, or if Derrick Rose, because he's you know Derrick Rose has been good this year, like. By yeah. any stretch, Derrick Rose is shooting forty six percent from three. Yeah, He's averaging he eighteen four and four. That's unsustainable. Oh, yeah. We're not going to see that. It is sustainable the entire year, but he is six man of the year. Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose has been fucking good for that team. Oh Teague's yeah. Been banged up. Uh, so Teague's if you bad. if you're if you're just strolling out a lineup of Teague, Covington. Wiggins, Sarge, Towns, or or if you're not starting Sarge and you bring him off the bench and you're you're still starting um, Taj Gibson, that's a good starting lineup. Like you have He's options around Sarge you. Come off the bench. Come on. I think so too. Yeah, I'm almost Just, positive. I'm actually I'm actually okay with that. I think he's gonna get a lot of minutes still. And I like I love Taj Gibson. He's great. He's the best defender on most nights up to this point. But like. Wiggins has not been abysmal defensively. Towns has continued to be on most nights. Dude. Covington should help a lot. I mean, in that area. And yeah, they don't have I, an excuse anymore. Like Towns, you're the number one. There's no one, no one, no one else that's gonna that's gonna take over in the fourth quarter and save your ass like Jimmy did plenty of times. You know, I just. Uh... I, I think it's pretty – I like, well, what I'm nervous for Sarge, I feel like Tibbs could break him. Like, he could get – like, I just wonder how that – I mean, he's been in the league now for his third se- – fourth season now, but – Third year. It's fourth year, right? Third year because he has he's one same more year. As, oh, he's the same as Simmons, or, right? Yeah, because he, he has one more year, and then he's eligible for extension okay. next season. Well, yeah, so that'll, that'll be a nice player to cap-strap them again. Uh, cause 
they're whatever. I mean, oh, we could uh, we could talk about the cap for a while. That's a different. No, but the the idea that Sar like I am worried that Sarich is gonna get ruined by Tibbs in some ways based on how he plays. Um, because it seems like uh, if you traded for a guy, you'd think you would like him a lot, but I I feel like Tibbs will still like. Like if anyone's gonna get picked on, like that might be his new whippet boy. <laughs> Maybe. Who else yeah, is there? Because I, I, I think Sarge is pretty good defensively. I mean, I think the whipping boy still might end. Like Wiggins might be the whipping boy as soon as he's healthy. Well, that's fair. That's fair. Um, he should be. Let's see. I think the, Wiggins. Let's see that should, two, I mean, let's see I, that I think it should be Cat. Just always everything needs to fall on Cat, man. Which you said, well, and it's true. I, I just he, feel. You know what the been issue on his I, ass so many times, but cats. If just put put Carl Anthony Towns in a pick and roll, good things are going to happen for you. That's all I gotta say. Like it is, he's mm. so bad. It's either it's either an, a, a contested layup that he shouldn't be contesting that turns into an easy offensive rebound for the other team and a putback, or they just lob it over him for a dunk. Sure. He doesn't know what the what the hell he's doing there. He um. Yeah, I just realized my comp- my complexity with the the cat thing is really that, and this is this is where I was you know saying things I was right about with Giannis, where I thought Julio Gafford should have been the number one pick <laughs> that year's yeah. draft. So I always like had I had to take that L, and I'm always like, all right, well yeah, let's see, and like yeah, he definitely won that that debate, but I don't get the debate of him being the yeah building block piece and any of that. Like I just. I need I need the dude to be I need a, a dude that I just uh, I have confidence in is gonna be a a world ender in in key moments and he's just not that I just think he disappears far too often and a lot of those criticisms and I, I think he plays better once they're like eliminated from the playoffs which everything we describe like when you were listing out that roster and I'm just thinking like all that sounds like is a 35 win team. No matter which yeah. way in the West, like I, I just yeah. I don't know unless I see something else from Carl Anthony Towns that makes that change. Because like look at uh all right so here's here's just the example plain and simple is you took the Timberwolves roster and you compare it to the Pelicans roster and like look at like how much like the Pelicans are going to be a playoff team and. You can make the argument that the T Wolves have the more talented roster, and so they're going to Pelicans. Gonna... Pelicans might not make Pelicans the playoffs. Six and, they're six and six. They're out of the playoffs right now. I mean, they will make a lot the playoffs. Of time left. I think the Pelicans will make the playoffs. It's going to be close, but I get your point. Yeah, but like the difference is their star player on both of those, t- and we'll, I'll give I'll give Cat the the a couple weeks here to show me something now that Jimmy's gone, but. I just look at it that way. Like if the if Anthony Davis was on the Timberwolves instead of instead of Cat, one you'd probably they'd be probably super. A, they'd probably be a fifty-one team. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's exactly exactly. Uh, yeah. So that's where I'm out on that. That's team. a defense. That's a tough defensive team. If all of a sudden you flip it AD on there, but. that's a sick team. That's a yeah. sick team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your life's so, a lot happier. You're, yeah, I'm a very happy T Wolves fan. If that's what's going on, but. Let's look. We're Can we, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. Yeah, I don't know the Timberwolves part. We gotta see. We we gotta <laughs> see how that team fits together. I am happy in that. I think that Covington's contract is is really nice. You get a year and a half to see 
of what you get for, from Sarish and how he fits with Wiggins and Towns and the side if yeah. you're going to pay him, and if not, he's an asset you can trade. So, all in all, but what do we do? All right, happy with it. Let's yeah. talk about the Sixers and what yeah, the important. Jimmy, how is Jimmy <laughs> going to fit with this team? Because that's that's an equally important thing. We really, we really did this ass backwards in a way. Wow. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, welcome, the lead of this is a, the, what the Timberwolves a, did. Welcome to a podcast where one of the one of the hosts is a huge Timberwolves fan. It's, you know, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, bear I'm with us, that. guys. Yeah. Talk about the I mean, talk about the Sixers now. So yeah, uh, poor Markel Fultz. I was Why? actually well. That's what I was. I didn't really understand, but all over Twitter, the immediate reaction was like, Jimmy's just gonna fucking rip him the second why? he gets in house why would he like is marco Fultz, well all right i was about to say is marco Fultz like a not mentally like that's such a lazy fucking thing of to say of oh the guy that got the yips is gonna be just jimmy's whipping but i don't think jimmy's a, a like if, if marco Fultz seems like a pretty competitive dude i don't think he like i've never the criticism about him isn't that he doesn't you know give a fuck about playing or anything like that it's just that he uh he doesn't having a tough time finding his jump shot right yeah right like he's just having a problem but that's all internal i don't think like he's letting that affect like his work ethic or anything like that you don't hear that about him no and like i don't know if you listen to jj reddick's podcast ever but he was i forget the guest he had on but he was talking about markel fultz a little bit and how he was really he was really impressed with his work ethic and, and how he's handled all the issues with his shot and all the criticism from everyone. And yeah. look, I'm still on, I, I know that he's not having a good year and there was a lot of talk about a free throw. He shot this past weekend. That was yeah, particularly that. ugly. That was, uh, uh, I get that was... it. It's just, it's concerning, but this is still a guy that was the, the consensus number one pick in the draft and is still, yeah. despite the fact that it has really doesn't have much going for him outside is still being fairly effective like i I like what he does on a on the defensive end but also he can get to the rack he's he's getting other people involved i like markel i'm not getting i don't like him in the starting lineup i'm done with that and he and he won't be now he won't well is that that was my first thing with this trade i'm like oh is this going to give them like the opportunity to just reset this thing and and put jj in there because I, I they need JJ in that lineup. I think three, three point shooting is the big concern. Taking personalities out of this and just basketball wise, three point shooting now seems like that's the that's a concern that. for them. Yeah, you need to fill that in that starting lineup more more now. I yeah, you need to. I think you need to you need to get Fultz off the bench and and put <clears throat> put JJ in there for sure. Um, I. Is going to be a very fun thing for me to watch as far as having the criticism and, and the critical feelings I have towards Jimmy Butler of just like what he's all about and how he's now handled these last two situations and, and some of his, his antics and what he does with other other players and, and how he really just yeah, how he carries himself as a teammate. I, I I think there's an issue of with him that he's uh, a likable dude, and I think he's very like could be like a fun dude to hang out with maybe, but I don't know if he's like a good like coworker in a way. You know what I mean? 
even totally like in professional it. settings, like you're like, oh, that guy's, I like him. He's a nice guy, but they just how they they handle stuff in a in a he's work just, setting isn't great. He's polarized. He's just polarizing. He get he. There are guys that. Yeah, I think so. I, because like polarizing in what way? Because when polarizing I polarizing from like if if you play in the NBA, I think that there are guys that like Jimmy and like playing with Jimmy, and guys that don't. And I think it's that simple. I don't think that there are very many guys that are like oh. kind of gray area Be- amongst like players. Jimmy's fine. I mean that if you're playing, if you're in the NBA, if you're a player in the NBA, you like playing with Jimmy or you don't. And frankly, like I think. Other like three point shooting is gonna be a problem, and they're gonna have to figure out the usage between Simmons and Bead and Jimmy because Embiid is top ten in the NBA this year in usage. Yeah, um, he's actually I think sixth in the league in usage right now. Simmons has the ball in his hands a fair share as well. Right, that's where Jimmy's best used. He's not exactly like an off-ball guy. Right, he likes having the ball in his hands. So how's yeah. this gonna work? But that other than is... that, like defensively, they're those three are fucking good. Like I mean, Embiid is one of the one of the best rim protectors in the game. Yeah, I I do like the idea that that Jimmy is gonna isn't going to be needed as much to be the. I think he will like this, the idea of the situation of him not having to be the primary like defender on the best guy. Every like Simmons is going to take some of that burden off of him, and then you have yeah Joel Embiid, who who helps as well. well uh, I, I just I don't know. About... I just don't know how he's gonna the the what you mentioned though the off ball piece. That's where I I do see some issue. If if Simmons isn't finding him in, in spots like it, that could get difficult real quick and i don't think he would like he'll he will make that known to people i think i think this is gonna work really well for them probably i think so because he has to what i was the point that i was gonna make though is that like the one example is and this was last week jimmy paid for a charter jet to take tyus jones to see his brother play in the first duke game yeah I mean, that's the, like he's not a complete asshole. No, it's I don't just, think so. He and I'm not saying you are, but I think a lot of people do. He he well, has guys that are his guys, and he will do anything for them. But then he also got has guys that he doesn't think have the same work ethic. Cat yeah. Wiggins, and he doesn't respect them, and it doesn't work with them. But and I think he he has to like, he, I think he respects and will respect like. Jojo and and Ben Simmons though like those agreed, dudes. they're they're unbelievable. Like yeah. Embiid is Embiid is having an an a crazy season, he's averaging almost twenty. He's second in the league in scoring, twenty eight a game, thirteen rebounds a game. He's not going to run into the same problems with Joel as he did. And Joel's a bigger personality Cat. than than Cat too. Like he's not he's an he's an equal alpha. They have their own three alphas again. It's he's not gonna stand down to Jimmy, and Jimmy's not gonna be able to <laughs> make him his bitch boy. <laughs> Looking but, more long term for them, though, it's it is interesting in that this was their decision to essentially end the process phase of the Sixers because they're assuming that everything looks okay. So, so Jimmy's bi- gonna sign an extension, and that's yeah. the big three. That is their. There are three players to to build around for the next four years. Yeah, 
That's it's a big boy basketball move. I I'll I'll give and shout to Elton Brand for a, a heck of a first first big move as GM. Like that's a big boy basketball play there. And I love it because for the same reason, like I was thinking about how all this worked with the T Wolves making the trade with the Bulls, and then ultimately trading Jimmy over and like Philly's a bigger market, so it's not as applicable to them. But I was all for the Timberwolves making the move for Jimmy in the first place because how the hell else are you going to get uh, an all-NBA-type caliber player if you don't draft him or if you don't trade for him? They're probably not just going to come there in free agency. One never has for the Timberwolves. Maybe Philly would have been able to get one, but I don't think Kawhi was going to go there this offseason. Clay's not. KD's not. It's like if it's not going to be one of those guys – and you yeah. need another superstar for this team to win the finals, in my opinion, anyway. Right. You got to trade for him, and Jimmy Jimmy wanted to be traded for, so make it happen. So yeah. I, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to see them to work it all out. There are gonna be some growing pains just because they are also ball dominant. Yeah. But in the end, I think you're gonna see it's, more inspired Jimmy with them. You gotta be. Cause, tough cause, not to be more inspired than what he's looked like anyway. Well, yeah, and and the I do think in just general for both teams, like they both needed this too, just to reset reset some things of where their their seasons were trending. And I don't think anyone can say the Sixers to start would have expected the Sixers to start out in a kind of a, a lull that they have. The 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 long term piece though, I think you're right, and, and it's. In in the working theory would be that if you make when you make this move, a lot of people have said it. I don't hate it, but like Jimmy Butler isn't going to be the the best player on a championship team. You, you you almost say can could he be the second best player on a championship team? I think so. I I tend to I tend to go more on the side he, he doesn't. I, I really like the idea of him being your third best player though, and in, in this working theory that. He certainly could be. JoJo and and Ben Simmons are only going to get better as each year goes by. That even if Jimmy's your second best player right now, you those guys Simmons, just based on Simmons. their development would surpass him. But he doesn't necessarily need to decline. But they are just they would be better players. They'll just they're going to grow and to be continue to get better and better. Uh, so that I like, and uh, if. I know Bobby Marsh said it last. I saw it in a tweet, but um, essentially they could they relinquish all of their cap rights to every player that's going to be a free agent next year, except for Jimmy and, and TJ McConnell. They would have salary. They would have cap space to add a, or, or close to being able to add one more max player on uh, this off season. So they could sign someone, and I, I do think. I mean, they. I think. They were initial plan was you know, try to see if they could get LeBron to come. Dude didn't even take a meeting. wasn't There was that was never really on the table for them. So this was, Which the, I was a good counter for. I was surprised by that. Just because I wasn't. Of all, why I was because of all everything that was going on with Ben Simmons. Sure, but I that don't, was I don't the think... it. It seemed like he was maybe interested in in playing with him. That's all. I I. I I, it maybe on the outside it, it looks, but it just doesn't sound or seem really like then that that was really ever the case. I think that was just a lot of people projecting on that more than that was a legitimate situation. Yeah. Uh, 
No, you ended. You're totally right. I was just yeah. So I wishful thinking, I guess, because I thought it was going to be really cool. To see oh yeah, for sure with the team. But so yeah, it sets you up though. Now like you get one more guy to want to come in there and and play with those three dudes. Absolutely, I think you just it need to be you need to decide who that player is and is he a right the right fit uh, for them. But yeah, they they have that ability. To, to add another piece. So, yeah, the, the Philly then becomes a legitimate championship contender. Like, they're, they're now in their championship window here. And where they'll stack up with between Boston and, and Toronto, uh, it might might be difficult this year. But I I, I still think they're the third best team in the, the East at the, at, um, you know, behind – those both those teams and I'm I'm being kind and not mentioning the hell raising Milwaukee Bucks that are uh clearly the number one team in the East now. Let's talk about them, man. Let's talk about the Bucks. We talked we hit them on a little bit last week, but they took down the Warriors at Oracle. Granted yeah. Draymond, no Draymond was not playing in this game. And then Seth got hurt. But they but they were they dominated the game. And they were yeah they straight up did and they're they are a team that is was pretty much like the the one idea no one really ever everyone thought of how do you beat the warriors and stuff well no one really illustrated the idea of like what the bucks are which is like five dudes that are you know damn near all have like seven foot wingspan <laughs> like five of those dudes going up against the warriors makes it a little difficult and and the bucks on you look at them and just they're their physical makeup, you would think they're a pretty good defensive team. They, they should be, and they really hadn't been in, in past seasons. But um, I think just all in all, it, it's crazy that – and I was talking about this with some, some people, but looking back on like how this team had played in the years past and then how they're playing now, you really have to be like, Jesus, it is – it's impressive that they were able to make the playoffs the last two years. And, uh, like, you know, they we were waiting for them to break 50 wins, but, like, for them to get 45 was kind of impressive. Wow. With how bad of a coaching, how bad the coaching was. I agree with that in a sense, but you're also, you have a borderline top. I mean, this year he's unquestionably a top five player in the league. Last year he was Ooh, right up there in Giannis. He's like number six or seven in my like. Right now. Yeah. Give me your top seven. Well, you go so LeBron, KD. I would go Anthony Davis, Steph, Harden, and then Giannis is maybe that six. See, I think Giannis is better than Harden right now. Right, like how he is playing Ooh. this year, he is. But just in playing. general, I'm think I'm talking over. I mean, you go week to week, sure. Like he's, but I think there's we there's a lot going on with the Rockets that I don't think is James Hart. That if if James, when Red, like I would I would take that would be the as far as if you're doing like a uh, a pickup basketball type, like that's probably the order I'm going. Like I'm taking James Harden before I'm taking Giannis and just like a year like pick him yeah whatever which uh yeah Giannis probably six number six but yeah top 10 dude which is fine like you can yeah that's you need one of those to be 
he's a difference maker and a guy you you would need and, and could win championships with for sure. Um, but the uh, just the idea of how this team this team is shooting more threes than they ever have before. <laughs> they are playing. Giannis having his most efficient season thus far in his career, uh, which is which is something that was always a, a kind of a, was a concern. And there's just like being able to watch these games and not have it be four guys around the perimeter and uh, just them watching Giannis on offense try to basically go one on five in a lot of situations. That's pretty cool. Right? Yeah. And it's uh, Eric Bledsoe so far is having a great season. He played he played really, really well against the Warriors. In I'm nervous of how that plays out long term for him. Do you know and, why I'm not? Is because I think they have a better point guard on the roster already. Who, Giannis? No, Malcolm Brogdon. Oh, eh. Malcolm uh, Brogdon. Malcolm, no. I, lo- I think he's just such a great piece for them. He's a nice. Like, what, what a great pick. He's a nice by the seventh Bucks. option. He's a good seventh best play, like, team, player on your team, six maybe. But assuming assuming they, they're going to re-sign Middleton, at least they're yeah. going to try. Yeah, and if Chris you Middleton's have so Middleton and Giannis – do you need another scoring heavy point guard? Because that's really what you're no. getting. No, I agree. No, I'm I'm not saying, but I'm I'm more saying as long as like if Eric Bledsoe is continues to stay in like this role and is good with this role, that will be fine. I I do worry with him like if he will want to. The idea of like Eric Bledsoe being given a green light ever was would be the thing that makes me the most nervous. <laughs> He needs that, to be just contained and, and just. Yes. I kind of just feel like, yeah, it's a bad enough. It's like, yeah, he always needs to have a leash and just need to tug on him a few times. Like, hey, buddy, like, just just so you know, uh, uh, it's, it's great you think you're the. You might. You probably think well, he's the best point guard in the league. He and Like, Eric Bledsoe thinks he's Chris Paul, but. Playoffs in particular last year, I think, is what comes to people's minds. And Yeah. Well, was, if you have a real, if you have a real coach, very you know, bad in every home game that they had, but it's pretty much bad in the entire series. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I think overall though, this the Bucks are, um, I mean, the fifty wins mark is, is seeming like a good bet, and the uh, me saying they were going to be a top four team in the East is feeling great, even better. That's looking like a something smart I, I said once uh, upon a time. So, and they, they are just, they are a matchup nightmare though for teams like the, the these pace and space teams, they are, um, they're the cheat code in it. And it's, it's, it's really, it comes down to for them is, okay, so how are they going to like pull apart from that? Cause I do think they can stop any one of these teams because of, for those reasons. And it's just, now you have to execute on the, offensive end you have to convert and you just have to uh be a smart basketball team and and so far they're all buying in and man like brooke lopez has been such a difference maker for them as well i think that's that's a piece that it hasn't been talked a lot about right now is the difference kudos, maker he's kudos been. to him i mean i think you and i were both on the same page as far as him being an underrated yeah, free agent signing. Oh yeah, and the, over the course of the league, let alone yeah. like specifically for the Bucks, but yeah, he has 
kudos to him for just he has changed his game to yeah. stay on track with where the NBA is going, and he's a he's a stretch five now. I mean, that's he's what he talented. is. He's a super talented center, and like, and he's very smart and just fits well. It just, just seems cr- like they're all on the same page with him. Yeah, and it's just a crazy value that they've gotten from him. Like it's just his contract and what he's do like what he's able to provide in his role. Like that's just a crazy nice nice steal of a, a signing for them and uh you know white dante as, as bomani calls him has for a rookie and and i wasn't high on the pick really but he has been impressive coming off the bench for them and same yeah, with pat connington like pat connington's given them pretty good minutes as well so there yeah, i didn't think divincenzo should have came out of the draft but yeah he he ended up getting taken by the bucks like, they're nice they like i do like their eight man rotation a ton. I I'm do. glad his ang- I'm glad his ankles were okay after yeah. C- CJ did a real yeah, number on him last bad. week. But that was a tough look. Yeah, dude, the Bucks are fucking good, man. Damn who? it, we missed them so bad. Who? Portland. We just we were so yeah. Wrong. I'm um yeah. I gotta put my hand up on that one. We, God, they're nine and three. They're so good. We they're really guess really what? good. <laughs> If you don't make any changes, it's it's not a negative, guys. That we all were. That was really stupid of us. Yeah, that's just like overthinking it and liking the new flashy toys. But sometimes, you know, you got that, you got that same, uh, same Maytag washer for thirty years, man. You know, it's it works. It gets the job done. They're just they're wild because they are. they're a team that I, I just I, you look at and and you you wonder about the CJ Lillard dynamic, but man, it just works. And those two guys play really well together, and it's it you, they do a great job of when one guy's hot to ride that guy, and just the other dude is great at taking that secondary role. And there, it doesn't seem like there's a an issue ego wise or anything like that. They're they're they just works, man. But they're they're a team, man. If they had gotten Jimmy, that would have been really like they just they they are that piece away. But I wonder, is it really a bad like they're a fun regular season team for sure though, like one of the better ones. And we, uh, yeah, man, why do we? Why are we so dumb about that shit? <laughs> I don't know. Cotton. I think it's it's, it's Myers Leonard's fault. I just and he's, it, Myers Leonard be on that team every time I see him, I'm just like oh, I can't believe this guy's on a. You know, fifty win team. Ugh. Does he even play? Yeah, he plays a decent. He play. Just, he comes. Just, yeah. Oh man. And Nurkic has had a decent. Like Nurkic has been is at a strong start for a season two. I, I think he, how he ended the year last year was definitely left a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth about them because he sure. wasn't that great towards the end of the year, but. And it's really it's just how the Pelicans just own them in the playoffs. That's really what we all, what yeah. we were all like in the, our minds. We couldn't shake, and I'm I'm willing to admit my small brain wasn't able to get over that. Like that's just what that's have you done right, for me man. lately? Thing. Uh, let's quickly because this kind of came out tonight, but it started bubbling up on Friday or Saturday with the Rockets it does look like Carmelo Anthony's time with the Rockets is coming to an end which Melo will not be staying in Houston I'm a little I don't know the whole situation has been kind of weird because he did have one game against the Nets he had 28 points he hasn't been 
great. So no, he has not been great, but he hasn't been so terrible that yeah. you just part with the guy. Right. But there must be something else. There must be something else going on chemistry wise with that team that's kind of that's thrown everything off. But this was reported by Mark Stein, so yeah. his he tweeted and, today. Rocks have denied they're waving Carmelo Anthony, but two sources close to the situation say Anthony's been informed that his brief time with the team will soon be ending. Anthony's been listed out for tonight's game against Indiana sick. due to illness. Yeah. Uh, is he going to play in the NBA again? Yeah, man, he'll go. I wouldn't be surprised if he went. He goes to yeah, my I don't know Miami or some other team. There will be another team that takes LA. Him. Is there any chance that LA is no. going? I don't think so. No, they just I don't. don't they so. have enough problems. I mean, with. I mean, I think. Uh, otherwise, yeah, like Phoenix could use them. I just don't know how many teams he would go to and like be on a, a bench roll for. Uh, so that's that's something. I yeah, it seems what about to the me- Warriors. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say. I was about <laughs> to say that. It's like I don't want TV good and oh, with the they, they use their mid level on Demarcus. I don't think they could even. He could take the veteran minimum. I yeah, don't that's know what if he, he would do. do. That. Why not? He's like, isn't that what he's? Uh, or yeah, isn't that what he's on already? I think he got that mid level from the Rockets. He got that like two and a half, or did he get the full mid level? I don't know. Yeah, I don't really care that much. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Anyway, the uh, yeah, I mean, put him on the fucking Warriors, man. That'd be great. Then if if Melo breaks the Warriors, then we know it's a Melo thing. <laughs> Mello, then he, then he's out of the league. Um, yeah, maybe he goes back to the Knicks. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> I uh, I don't know. I I I do not think he is the the issue. Um, and Daryl Morey t- talked to the press after the. No, the issues they've had Chris Paul or Jason Harden. James Jason Harden. Harden. Jason Harden. Jason Harden. That's what uh, he's going by right now because of how they're playing. He's like, oh, I'm J- hey, it's Jason Harden. No, aren't you James Harden? Yeah, no, no. Yeah. J- Jason Harden, Harden shaves they, his beard. When he shaves his beard, he's now then he's Jason Harden. Jason Bourne. I love Jason Harden in the uh, <laughs> in, in the Bourne series. Yeah, it's great. Ah, fuck me. Okay. Fuck uh, me. What I was going to yeah. say is that I think their problem is that one of those two guys has been out almost every game this year. Well, I think their problem is they lost their two best defenders in the offseason and no one else has replaced them. Ariza and... And Matabute. Like, losing both those yeah. guys was was big. Everyone said it. I mean, we all saw it and we said it. And I, I also think they just... You know, you go with the best record, you get that close to beating the Warriors, and you don't. Like, there's a hangover effect on that. That's a tough – it's tough to, like, hit that peak and be so close. And then, you know, in a year, you know, a couple months after that to come back and you're playing these October-November games, and you're like, well, what's the point? Like, eh, whatever. Um, I don't think they're, like, in an issue where they're going to miss the playoffs, but I – it's not looking good right now, and they they don't have the luxury of of uh, allowing this trend to continue this way for much longer. Like they need to change something, but so I don't think what Melo that- is doing is is hurting it really. Like, what have you, like, what is, what did we, what did you expect of from Melo? Right? Like, I think he's kind of giving us that. I just don't know if that was really made sense for this team. It was more. Like, like is the biggest why, like? Do you think the biggest reason Melo's on the team is because he's buddies with Chris Paul, or was it there's an actual bud like a 
basketball sense that you know why they needed to get him i thought it made sense from a basketball perspective in that what what do the rockets want to do they want to get they want to get three point they want to shoot a lot of three pointers they want to get a lot of layups right and two of the best like okay so chris paul through his career mid-range has been where he's kind of lived along with just being able to being an unbelievable passer but he's been great from uh, mid-range but since he's been with the rockets you just see him a lot taking a lot more three pointers um it made sense with them losing ariza and and losing a lot of three pointers every night three point attempts every night from him to have a guy that historically has taken very difficult three point shots mostly off the dribble more contested and over over his career has been pretty good at making those and then saying Carmelo we're going to put you next every single time that you're on the court you're going to be with either James Harden or Chris Paul. It's not going to be like when you were with Russ where right. he was really just trying to get his and, and like, look, I, I love Russell Westbrook, but he was, oh. I mean, the way that he played with Mello just didn't, did not well, work. Mello doesn't work with, yeah, the, there's not a lot of people that can play with how they, how Russell Westbrook plays. So you got to be a certain type of player to, to work with that. Right. And, but with Carmelo, I think think going into it thinking, okay, if Carmelo only takes spot up threes, that's just not his game completely, man. Yeah, I know. That's like such a stripped down. He's gonna be able to knock down forty percent of those, right? I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't blame Daryl Morey and Mark D'Antoni for thinking that's gonna work. Mark but, D'Antoni, dude, you're just giving all these. Like <laughs> all the Rockets, the secondary names, they all change in their names here. First, here are the point Jeez, forward. Jeez, okay. Thank Mark D'Antoni. Mike D'Antoni, I'm sorry. Uh, Chad Paul or Cliff Paul. <laughs> uh, uh, well, at least I said Russell Westbrook. Charles Russell Capella. Wilson. We've we've both done that one before. Yeah. My point. So I I don't I think that from a basketball perspective. I get why you think this would work. Paul Tucker. Also why I think that they're, they're, I think that this is too, in my opinion, it's too early, unless there's something else going on here to just pull the plug on this. All right. Is that the last one you got? Do you have more? (laughs) I got a few more. Okay. Go ahead. (laughs) Just Mike Williams. He's just going (laughs) to drop the Carter. Is that the last one? Uh, I'm trying to think of the rest of the players in the Rockets to see if I can think of any more. PJ Upton? I said Paul Tucker. <laughs> no, Paul uh, Tucker. Okay. Not to be All confused right. with Paul Walker. Anyway, so I, what? the reason why I think it's a little bit early to pull the plug on Melo is that he hasn't played that much. Nene you can't do because he just is, goes by one day. You do not. That is not really an option. Actually, it's like Nene Hilario. Well, I was thinking, could you reverse his name? Well, yeah, no, but he just goes like Nene. I was like, could you inverse his name? But it's the same. Nene. It's Nene. Nene. Anyway. Thanks for entertaining that, folks. Yeah. That was for that was that hand up. That was for me. I don't care if anyone liked that. I can't give you shit considering I don't know anyone's first name apparently. Yeah. Who needs to know first names, right? It's just their fucking first name. Yeah, that's 
uh, yeah a little disrespectful from your boy but yeah. anyway uh let him play with James Harden and Chris Malcolm Paul Jordan. a little bit longer before you. Okay, all right. This next segment, we got to move on. You've interrupted yeah. me now. Like, yeah. I don't like. Times. I just. I, I like overall with that team. I'm just. I'm. I'm not really worried about it, but I'm also like it's not good, and I I'm not sure what you can really do with like like I don't know what was better available for them, but I also didn't think like this was the solution. I guess is really. Where I sit with this, like I don't think they passed up on um, a guy that was going to be better to fill that void of them. Well, I guess they could have signed David Nwaba, my my special boy. He would have been probably a positive. Like, I'm just trying, like, what defensive perimeter guys could they have signed that would have been good to help them with like their how they want to play? Yeah, I don't know, but they're gonna make a trade. I, yes. I can all, yeah. with almost certainty they're going to make a, a one or two trades right. or get a guy on the buyout market in the right. second half of the season. Yeah. They're going to get some guys, and they're going to make the playoffs. Like They're way too good to not make it barring But injury. they might be a seventh seed. What if we get what if we get, yeah, the, what if we get the Western Conference Finals matchup of last year in the first round this year? Well, that's the thing, right, is that they may be fighting – slash be locked into a seed in the in the bottom half of the conference yeah. but they're still not a team that you're going to want to play in the playoffs no that would be that would yeah like you're going to have teams in that who's a two three four seed they're gonna be like fuck we have to play the fucking rockets the first round this is bullshit or is it possible that you get a one eight matchup with rockets warriors first round that's what i said jeez i, I said mean, what if we get the western conference finals of last year in the first round this year oh sorry um, you're yeah. not you're not doing names right. You're not listening to what I'm saying. Are you even here? Is my I'm mic sorry. on? I'm sorry, PJ. I was just I was be. that popped in my head as you were talking about it, and yeah. then yeah. that's my fault. Hand up. Yeah, that's all right. Um, you're just gonna have to carry me this, the last the last bit of this pod. Yeah. You know what we did get finally the one announcement we got of, of things completely unrelated to this, but I was thinking about my. The picking of, uh, well, I guess it's kind of related to this. Uh, would you rather have Campaign or Michael Carter Williams as your backup point guard? I'd rather have Michael Carter Williams, I think. Really? But you've seen more of Campaign than I have. Unfortunately. But yeah, I think Michael Carter Williams. I've seen a lot of both of them, man. My 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 basketball team traded for both of those guys. We didn't just sign those guys. We. We physically gave up things and, and traded for them. We we wanted them, and we had things that we thought on our team were less valuable than both of those guys. Yep. The fact the Bulls lost the Tony Snell trade is still wild to me. And that, yeah, Doug McDermott and Taj Gibson got me this dude who's not even starting anymore, which that's incredible. Yeah, you, you got the start last night, buddy. Archie, you got the start last night for the Bulls. And it's, I know. I just saw that he's shooting like fifty six percent from. Yeah, he's here. he's been nice. He's 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 been nice, dude. Fred got a Fred got a not have to wasn't wasn't either. Fred's not giving as many fucks, which I think is partly true. And but hopefully the campaign and Cristiano Felicio experiments over. That's cool. Well, Felicio's still on in contract for. Unfortunately. God, he'll be in the G League. Be, I mean, he'll be the highest paid G like, League player. He's gonna make eight million dollars in the G for, League. Play for the 
Windy Des City Bulls. Whatever they are now, yeah. Windy City Bulls. Uh, yeah, I think I would take campaign because yeah, the whatever that whenever last when it was earlier this week or the one Houston game, seeing Michael Carter Williams playing as much, it's just like wow, this dude is going to be the worst rookie of the year of all time. But still remembers. But you know what? The important part is, like, it was the same way of like Derrick Rose might be the worst MVP ever, um, only because he'd be have been the first one that not first MVP not to make the Hall of Fame. But after this season, maybe he's back. That's that's that that title's not gonna be Derrick's, man. It's gonna be that's true. Some other buffs gonna have to take that title. Yes, yeah, fantastic. <laughs> I'm so happy um, for Derek to be good at basketball, and that's it. Nothing. We're not going to get in any other part of that thing. Just no. happy for basketball reasons. Seriously. Uh, speaking of, of, or on the topic of, of guys putting of up All-Stars? 50 or almost 50 points, so uh, the 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 Nuggets are an interesting team, and you and I are both probably watching them. They're at halftime now yeah. against the Bucks, but they've – They've got a lot of guys that can just kind of take over from night to night. Tonight's Paul Millsap for them, yeah. and they've they've had some big Jokic nights. They but the other night, my Jamal six man Murray, of the year pick, Jamal Murray put up forty eight points. Uh, and or I most think, improved player. Sorry, that was my pick for him. Which he very well might win it. But Derek Rose, six man of the year. The interesting part of that is that I, I didn't watch that game. I watched highlights afterwards. The big thing that I kind of took away from that is that I definitely thought that he, if if he was going to put up 48 points, I thought it was going to be the game that he hit eight or nine threes. Oh, man. He was driving. But that guy was all over the place, mid-range, step back, fade away. Like, it was, it was great. I think he finished 19 of 31 from the field. He was unbelievable. Um, Kyrie, not very happy about him trying to go for 50 there at the end, which I want to get your take on that if you thought that, like, look, if you have 48 points, yeah, never had 50 before, you trying to get 50 at the end of the game? I mean, I don't think that that's yeah. as ridiculous as, like, Ricky Davis getting his triple-double by purposefully missing a shot and getting a rebound, but I, I do understand why... Kyrie would be a little annoyed, but the counter argument yeah. is that well, if if you don't want him to get fifty, then stop him from getting forty eight, right? Yeah, that's on Kyrie. Not a great look for him. Um, I'm all for yeah, the dude getting forty eight, throwing up that shot, whatever. Like you, you got your ass beat. You can be mad about that, but you could have done something. Like yeah, let him. People like big round numbers. I mean, to break fifty points and get. Drop a fifty burger in the NBA is like a big thing. Like that's an we've just like as a a, a, a sports cult, you know, whatever. Like as a basketball community, we've decided that guys getting fifty point games is like a that's a threshold. Like not a lot of people have been able to say they do have done that. So I'm all for like one of those last shots and throw it up, whatever. Like right. So what, dude? That was that wasn't a good. That was that was Kyrie getting on a. An elevated, uh, uh, getting on his uh, soapbox a little bit more than I was. Uh, I was wait. I was expecting from him. I thought he. I don't have all guys, Mister, Mister Outside Thinking. You know, would have would have been okay with it. Right. It was. I did not think that was going to come from him. I thought that. Was no, good. that's like a, that's like Chris Paul would be pissed about that. 
yeah not not my not my boy Kyrie so yeah. uh, a few a few things to wrap up here so wizards continue to to kind of suck i I wanted to so if you're if you're gm for the wizards what are you what are you trying to do what are your options for a coach seeing who that would be the first thing you do here it's gonna be the first thing that happens what would you do a resign (laughs) okay why like that team is a flaming dumpster fire like i don't like yeah, it's super. You are f- doing a terrible job of playing into my question. Why? What you want to talk about trading John Wall? Who's going to trade for him? No, I mean like it, so you've got. I don't think trading Otto Porter at least right now or John Wall is an option. But would you trade Brad Beal? Would you look into doing that? Fuck no. I would trade. I mean, why would I trade Bradley Beal first? Why would that be my first option? Because he has two years left on his contract, and you're stuck with John Wall for the next five after this one. Yeah, that's yeah, it's not great. I mean, but Bradley Beal is probably the better. He is a, He will only become less valuable from here on out. Bradley Beal. Yeah, for was the he Wizards. a fucking new car? Like what? Like you could no, re-sign I mean, him. Like next, but no, but for the next year, if you're trying to trade him. Next year he's going to be expiring. So why wouldn't you, if you if you can get a really good offer for him now, get a lot of assets in return? Did, wouldn't did, you think about doing Bra- that? Did Bradley? No. I I think the John Wall contract is going to be the the piece you'd want. I don't. No one's going to trade for that. No so yeah, question. I guess yeah, that's right. I'm not arguing that. I think that if you if you get off John Wall Wall's contract, you almost assuredly do it now. Although no one's going to. He's still that. he's. You know he's a talented player, but unless he shows that he actually gives a shit when he doesn't have the ball in his hands, you can't really trade for the guy. Dude, they're 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 the mess, and it's just I'm. It would suck to be a fan of that team. I I because I just don't like there isn't a clear option. Like yeah, I do think coach needs to get fired and someone needs to get traded to send a message to to the team. But what uh. What, who, how, like what you get so back, what's Brad's that do for got your two, season? Bradley Beal has two more years after this one, so I miss him. Yeah, but still, but, like, sure, trade Bradley Beal, but, like, what are you getting back for him? Like, I still think, I think what any could, trade I you're think doing you could for get a lot for Bradley Beal. Really? Yeah. I think you're going to get 75 cents on the dollar because I don't know what what contending team would give up anything of value for him. That, like, what are you gonna? What who's out there that's gonna give you something that's really gonna make sense? That it's like a no-brainer. I I don't know, but I I think that a team like Houston would be interested in trading for a guy like that if you can make the contracts work. Get Jeff Teague and some shit and go get him Minnesota. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna want to take on Jeff Teague's contract with John Walls, but. Yeah. Well, let's make the salaries match. Get Gory Jang and Je- and Jeff Teague for John Wall. Right, that's or what I mean. Bradley like, Beal. Yeah, Great. No. Well, you Something. if you get Bradley Beal, it's that's, that'd be nice. I don't think you're you. I think the options would be yeah, you move Porter, you move John Wall or something maybe. But I don't no know the intricacies of it, but I know that Otto Porter, like because he signed his offers. About? No, but. You know, Otto Porter has three years left, so he comes. He his deal right. ends the same ta- time that 
Brad Beals does. And, but because he signed as a restricted free agent, it ended up being, I, I think there, there's a lot in his contract that makes it very difficult to trade. I, I yeah, don't know. He, he had the max. Like it, he got maxed at his mm-hmm. level, but well, just not only the number, but I think that like, there's like a poison pill. Oh like, yeah, there's, yeah. There's like, if you end up trading that contract, you end up, it's going to be tough to trade. Yeah. Well, guess they can't do that. Yeah. I think they're just screwed. Hopefully they get you know top top five pick that then they can ruin that dude's career by going to a terrible culture like just a terrible like locker room man I like you got to do something I, I I'm surprised they haven't done anything already it, that's that's probably the thing that shocked me the most is like they lost to the man like, they their asses handed to them by the freaking magic like that is. That was the everyone's fired moment for me almost. If there wasn't five more to pick from before that, I get Dwight was like hurt, and I think they were kind of waiting to see if you know what would happen when Dwight came back. But no thanks, man. There's nothing about that team that's cool. Like that seems that's a bad, bad dumpster fire of a situation, and tough to watch. Not good. They're the most hateable. It could be like one of the least like likable teams too. Like just every everyone, those guys are some of them are just assholes, and they're just like, it's not fun basketball, dude. Oh, I'd still I'd still watch it to hate it, like over you know a couple other teams, but no. Well, thanks, do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about some basketball that is fun to watch, PJ? What's that? Duke basketball is fun to watch. Hell's yeah, it is. World, that's scorched earth policy, there, man. That's uh. Yeah, that was a thing. That was that is going to be a thing all season, man. Those three guys are uh, are something. I'm just uh, every time I see Zion Williamson, like it's, it feels like Zion Zion is like should be 25 and like drinking by now since we've for how long we've known about him and just the amount of like clips you see of of him and now you get it now everyone gets watch these full games of him. He's killing it. He's a freak. He's the third best player on that team. He's so big. He's a monster. He's a huge. lot of people started. Well, a lot of people are jumping on my. Uh, he's the. Uh, I, I forget who, what where it was now. I heard, but people started seeing like. You realize he's like the size of LeBron in Miami. It's like yeah. He looks bigger. I'll be honest. He's probably a little watch- bigger. I was watching him today and. Giant. I was like, this guy. This guy might be the biggest would, small forward I've ever seen. Would you rather take a charge from Zion or get tackled by uh, a linebacker, in the, an NFL linebacker? That's a great question. I don't know. I guess I would honestly – I'd rather take a tackle from a linebacker because at least I have pads on them. Ooh. Sign me up. Zion, Zion, I think is two eighty five. It's two eighty, yeah. Oh, I think, sure, whatever he's listed at, that guy might be second that guy might. Player. Oh, he is huge, and he, so you know, and athletically, for, just for the, the crazy shit he's doing. This guy is just yeah. If you haven't seen like his high school stuff, like that was a big criticism. Like just Google Zion Williamson. Me dunk from the free throw line. Yeah. In practice. For Duke because right. they did a special with ESPN. He legitimately dunked from the free throw line in that game. Yeah, or in that and pr- not in the game during practice, 
And, uh, I mean, this guy, he looks so big. It, I, it looks like he would not be able to dunk. Uh, and, but yet he head at the rim type. I mean, uh, yeah, it's insane. <laughs> you will not mo- see anything like, like if it. If you're listening to this, you've probably seen a Zion highlight at this point because we've been watching highlights of him in high school since I, it feels like he was 14. But it was he, he was doing this shit at fourteen. He is gonna be a monster. And he's the Duke. third best player. Like Cam Reddish just broke the just set the record for Duke for like most three pointers in a game against Army today. And RJ Barrett's Barrett. like the best fucking player in the like he's gonna be like those are uh, it might be the one two and three pick. Zion gets like the most hype and love, but like you might Zion's gonna be the flashy ticket thing that brings you to like come like he's the he is the the big attraction but those other two guys are just like crazy good basketball players too so you're gonna get yeah, to watch they them. might be more skilled yeah oh yeah but zion's like zion zion's isn't just, just like a dunk reel that's the no, thing he's though. not he's, he's not a, a really dunk good reel. rebounder he had six so he had 16, 16 rebounds yeah. today yeah. He had six blocks today. Yeah. He had a highlight assist in their first game against Kentucky. Yeah. They ran Kentucky out the floor like they were nothing. Number one team in the nation. This is going to be like the Kentucky we'll team of five years ago when they had Willie Cauley-Stein and Cat and the Harrison brothers and Devin Booker and that whole thing. Like This feels like it's going to be like that. Or AD. Oh, dude, well, the team actually won with AD. Dude, no, this is this That's, is who who else was is it MKG and AD yeah. and Booker. Booker right. was on that team. No, nah, I don't think so. No, he was with Cat. That's a lie. Yeah. He was the sixth man for that Cat team. Uh, no, dude, this is Which this. Is, I think this is this is the this is the the Kentucky thing though, but a juiced up version of that though. Even I think this is this is better than any of those things like they have well the the kentucky version they platooned and it was a bunch of bullshit this team is i mean no it's zion has put up 27 and 28 he's shooting like 80 percent from the field and our i mean the other players on this team have gotten barely any chatter but they they've been as expected too yeah it's it's been it's been trey jones has been nice uh no, dude, this is uh, honestly, like, I was thinking about it more, like, to, I was thinking about it during this game. I was like, Coach A, after you win the championship this year, I'd probably just retire, man, because I don't think it's going to get any better. Like, this is probably going to be the highest of highs. Like, he will just, just thrash teams, and he's going to win a national championship, and um, what else is he going to need to do? Like, he'll have assembled the heavyweight, you know, champion of, of college basketball just just call it there man no need to keep doing this thing it's good coach k like every other team you have is going to be the second best team compared to this team well i'm happy for you because i know they're your favorite team so you get to watch them yeah just wreck house the rest of this year oh it's yeah it's it's good it's yeah no i'm having myself a great time it was uh like you it's a party they're gonna have. They're still gonna have some tough games once they get into ACC Which one? play. Which one? I think that. I mean, North Carolina. North Carolina, also, maybe. Yeah, North Carolina can be tough. Maybe. You play against Syracuse zone. I'm not gonna like. Oh. 
Zion's going to break the zone. Zion's going to barrel through that zone every time. I'm just, I was I was talking to you before we started playing or before we started recording today and the the thing is that this team should run the table there will not be another team as talented as them at, a, at any given night but they played army today army stayed close to them for the first 25 30 minutes today. so they figure out how to play defense man yeah but they're gonna play against some really high competition too later Maybe. in the year. Does anyone else have three? The first I mean, Virginia. Picks in the draft? Virginia always has a really good defense too. Like I, this college basketball makes no basketball. sense sometimes. They're probably going to win. They might lose a game or two, uh, but they're fun, man. And Zion's going to be fun to watch at the end of the year. They are. But. They're super fun. You know what else is fun, Ultra? What? That they're going to televise the All Star Draft this year. Thank. I'm so glad you brought that up. We were, and I'm so glad that it's happening. Yeah. I don't like it's gonna. It's probably gonna be Steph and well, and Giannis. It's it's be Giannis and Team Giannis and Team LeBron. I think feel like it's gonna be Embiid. Ooh. Feel like it's gonna be Embiid and Steph. No LeBron. Oh no way, man. Well, it can't be. It can't be. I don't think it's gonna be the top vote getters. I think it's gonna be the top vote getters of each conference. It's not just. I thought it was just the top two vote getters. We'll have to dig. I, I, I don't know, but I think it's going to be East West. Most. I think of it's just top vote getters, man. I think it's just the top. Well, two dudes. if that's the case, then yeah, it's going to be LeBron and Steph. Probably, and or it'd be Giannis and. Uh, yeah. Giannis isn't as big of a market, so he's not going to get. As big Dude, he was third market. last year. He was second for a while last year. Hold up, man. Right, but LeBron's still playing. Challenge accepted, Giannis fans. Let's go. Let's get him in there. Let's prove Ultra wrong. It'll probably be, yeah. You know, I'm just really. I'm not saying I wish that's going to happen. I'm just saying that I think. The real question, man, is uh, whoever the two teams are picking, you know, who do you think, I mean, what round do you think Derrick Rose gets taken? Um, I mean, he'd be good in an all star game. So he, he good in one. He's gonna be in one, man. Probably, probably first round. <laughs> second first, second, yeah. I mean, probably first one of those two. You guys, at least get her that snake head, yeah, the back head. Fuck, he's great. Yeah, happy for good him for as a you. basketball player. D-Rose. That's all we have to say. So before we do shoutouts, man. Uh, so Kyrie, like, I feel like. There are definitely going to be some more shoes coming out over the next couple months. We haven't hit, like, big shoe ad season, really, but we're, we're getting there. I, I'm kind of surprised Russ hasn't come out with another sneaker. Harden came out with one before the year, but uh, – and obviously LeBron has come out with his shoe already, and we've seen a few ads from Nike with him, but uh, – Kyrie was Kyrie's shoe was like, in my opinion anyway, the biggest, the most important shoe that came out last year, just because of all the different colorways and how like how many guys in the league wear his shoe. It's one of the best basketball came, shoes. Finally came out with the Kyrie Five. Uh, kind of interesting. I thought that it was gonna. I think we were gonna see a, like a way, way, way different shoe this year really? from him and out. Like, I think it's cool. I want to see it in person, but other than having like a bigger logo, I wasn't really blown away by it. 
Uh, I don't, yeah, I just, I mean, those shoes are so nice to play basketball in. And, uh, so yeah, I get why a lot of people wear them, but no, they weren't anything like crazy. I don't think you, you can't have, you know, number one, number one, you know, song on, on the billboards every, every time you release a new album. Maybe, unless you're Drake. Unless but, you're Drake. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're Drake, but... No man, it's fine. It, I, I I just like the in general the look of those shoes. Um, so he didn't go too far away from what the last couple have been. Um, other than yeah, the logo being a little bit bigger, but it's solid. It, it works. I mean, I think you kind of these shoes all have. I think you see more of the the signature shoes is they do try to keep a consistency within like groups of three or four of them. Because even, like, the LeBron 15s, the 16s are, like, a new kind of shoe. Like, they're definitely different than the a lot of the previous ones. Like, they have a unique look to them. So, I'm sure, like, yeah, maybe next year or the year after, you'll see a, a bigger shift in the style for Kyrie. But, because, um, like, yeah, you look at the two. The twos had a strap on them. These don't. I mean, there's... Uh, but it's yeah, I, I don't I don't hate them. Oh, I'm I'm like you said. I think you're gonna get a lot of colorways with the, this this edition as well. I think that's just Kyrie's Kyrie's a big colorway guy. I think. Yeah, give the people what they want, man. Gotta give the people what they want. Any shout outs this week, Peach? Uh, shout out Dwayne Wade and Gabby Union, number two ranked celebrity couple on social media, according to me. Um. They had themselves a, a baby girl um, from a from a surrogate. Uh, it was Friday night or Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's cool. Gabby Union's talked about you know some of her issues. It was just like it, the timing of, of their them being able to have a, a child, and and then you know Michelle Obama talking about her miscarriage was like timed out. But two people, I, like probably the only like two like really most like outspoken women about some of those. Um, some of those issues and just like you know some of the, the women's health things that I don't think we, we as a society are very comfortable with, but there's not options and stuff. Enough. And yeah, it's not talked about a lot. And um, you know, Gabby Union talked about it in her book, I know, um, and something. So, but it wasn't really. I don't think and no one was really aware that they. Um, I don't think publicly they had said that they were you know planning to have a child um, with a, or that they had a surrogate at all so i kind of just they they dropped that and that's it was cool i was that's a nice nice thing for them um shout out the lions being a trash football team um not shout out to cody parkey for missing everything except he did hit the the upright four times which i don't even think if you tried to do that you could there's no way that was impressive I feel bad because he's probably going to be gone. And Matt Nagy said he's, no, there's zero chance, which doesn't make any sense to me. He said zero chance he gets cut. Doesn't make sense. That's. that's Maybe he's just saying that. We dropped tomorrow. The one credit that I will give, I will give Zimmer some credit up here in Minnesota because what's his nuts? He'll for trash the Vikings, yeah, he he had one bad game where he missed a couple field goals against Green Bay and ended up tying because of it, and he cut him as fast as he could. He cut him in the locker room. <laughs> he cut him. He cut him on the walk to the locker room. I think, yeah, say, I think he cut him before he. You're he, done. 
he left the field. But yeah. uh, are you excited for uh, your boy's album to come out this Friday? My boy, my boy's Anderson album. Park. Oh yes, I was like, my, which of my oh, boys? Yes. Which of my boys? Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, Tint has yes. been on the repeat of like nonstop at the crib and in the car. Man, that song rocks. Um, definitely listen to that, folks. If you haven't. No, the Pac album is gonna be a thing, man. Another, another yeah. good Dr. Dre produced. I did album. not want to shout that one out, but you I want to step on my should, I thought it should be shouted out. And should I, be mentioned. I wanted, I wanted you to do it. Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, yeah, I kind of. Yeah, shit, that does come out this week. I mean, I, I had the date, but I just, I didn't kind of. Dude, time flies, man. Time flies, yet it feels very slow at the same time. Yeah. I, uh, because I'm of excited. where we're at, shit just fucking moves at a million miles an hour. Um, I think the only shout out I had this week—I don't know if we know anyone affected by the whole thing—but the whole, all the fires that are going out in California, a uh, lot of chatter about that this weekend. But it, some of the honestly, darn, the darn, some force. of the scariest, some really fucking terrifying videos coming yeah, out dude. of that whole thing. Looks like and, literally uh, like hell. And uh, not, not, I feel really bad for anyone that's in that position that isn't going to get federal funding to come help them out. That's really what I have to say about Ooh, that. Ooh, ultra. Yeah. Ultra. It's messed up. Not a great situation. Yeah. That's, uh, hey man, it's, it's quite something when you're, um, the orange in chief is uh, going harder on fire wildfires than he is on firearms. That's a yep. thing, man. That's where we're living in. But hey, shout out to everyone, anyone that voted. That's another one. Let's shout out to anyone that voted. If you voted, give yourself a shout out. Yeah, that was. I I'll be fully like to be transparent about the whole thing. I I hadn't I hadn't voted before. I'm 20. This is your first time voting. And this is the first time I voted. Fuck yeah! Hey, yeah. You do step a podcast with right a political dir- cuck like me, and look at that. <laughs> step up, uh, step in the right direction. Shout out to the roommate for influencing that too, because she yeah. deserves some credit. Yeah. But uh, your yeah. podcast, your your girlfriend and your your podcast co-hosts are both liberal cucks. I'm excited for 2020. <laughs> 2020. Oh yeah, 2020 is gonna be good. It's gonna be a good ballot. It's gonna be a good <laughs> feeling. Can you add a middle but, finger on a ballot and not get uh, not have it be voided? You could write in a middle. Can finger, I poop on I it? I don't I, think it's gonna. Get can it I can I mark one? But hey, man, can some I mark people one actually, with like a piece? Some of people shit? actually check the boxes and those don't get counted. So yeah, like right as well. Yeah, yeah. Well a lot of people listen. If you. If anything, if you were paying attention to this election coverage, a lot of lot of issues with our democracy were on full display throughout the whole process. Um, yeah, and I like we get have some metrics the way that we like publish our podcast. We like we'll get a few listeners from Australia, Canada. I don't know how you guys learned about the the podcast, but thanks. just stumbled upon it searching it on iTunes. But thank you for listening and. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure that you keep up with American politics at least enough to know who Donald Trump is. So, um, stay. Yeah. If you got (laughs) an extra room, hit me up. I might be taking you up on it in 2020. If things go a different way, head up north. But hey, man, we all got to stick to sports, you know. And 
uh, George Bush was on. Yeah, that's uh, my bad. Usually yeah. it's your bad, but I, that's my bad. George Bush was on this football game, but you know, football football decided not to take the sports then. Politician on there. <laughs> well, it's only fair that we talk about politics in this podcast then. Yeah. But PJ, uh, any last uh, any last comments before we close things up? No, man. Uh, hopefully, everyone's not insanely depressed already after a week of uh it getting darker outside not been liking that but do you know what was nice i learned from an uber driver our our friend tage was up here last weekend and we went into the weekend thinking that we were going to lose an hour on sunday and then our uber driver on saturday night told us that we were actually gaining an hour of sleep and uh what great news let me tell you I'm gonna forget this in the spring when we, when the times change no. again. But I always know the spring one is the because that's usually the one where, that spring one always gets me. It's me hard. I'm always yeah. That's gonna be that's gonna be rough. But I'm always I've always ended up finding a way to be like insanely drunk and going out and then like, on that particular time change and having the worst hangover. And then you're gonna the wake day. up at eleven the next day and feels like it's 10 yeah not a i don't wake up no man i i'm an earlier riser than that but no i know i i know usually you are but if you go out get a drink drink a little bit more than you got yeah you get some you get some pups that want to wake your ass up sooner than that sometimes that's, that's where the you start to feel like a big pile you start to feel like washington wizards basketball <laughs> I feel that, like Washington Wizards basketball. I can't put it any better than that, man. But I know. Thank, thank you, Buy everyone, for big listening. Bucks. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Shout out again to everyone that voted. Uh, send us an email, pointforward at gmail.com, pointforwardmba at gmail.com. Check us out on Twitter. Leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher, and we'll come at you with another podcast later in the week. Talk to you soon. <laughs>